Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Hello, I'm Andrew Southwick and welcome to the Anyone's Game podcast after what was a dramatic weekend in the Scottish Women's Premier League. Spartans and Motherwell picked up their first wins of the season in SWPL 1. In SWPL 2, Queen's Park moved in the second after a 2-0 win over Kilmarnock, while Partick Thistle, Glasgow Women and Dundee United all won 2. But our three featured matches were at Broadwood, Mogai and New Douglas Park. Champions Glasgow City hosted Hibernian and Kenny Bogue was there for anyone's game. Glasgow City have defeated Hibernian in a five-goal thriller. Um, which of course continues their 100% start to the season. Scott Booth made five changes to his side, which included a debut for new American striker Nicole Robertson, while Dean Gibson made only one change from his side that lost to Rangers last week. Uh, It was a goalless first half, and it was new signing Robertson, who went closest of of all for City. She had a couple of chances. Um, She flashed a few wide, unfortunately. The Hybies went close. Uh, They had Charlotte Spots, who flashed over a header from a corner. Then, after Amy Muir was fouled from the resulting free kick, Captain Joe Murray headed just over the bar. But the second half was when all the goals came, Andrew, and the things started well for City. They went close in the first couple of minutes, but it was 12 minutes after the restart when things finally paid off uh, for their new signing. And at the back post, she met uh, Rachel McLaughlin cross perfectly uh, to head behind the despairing Sophie Allison in the Hibs goal. Uh, Hibs then came back into the match and they, for- they forced a save from Lee Alexander. Um, it was Hibs' Amy Gallagher that forced a save. There was a looping shot from Colette Kavanagh. It uh, just tipped the clock top of the bar. But slightly against the run of play, City extended the lead. Um, it was a corner from Fulton. It was met by Jenna Clark and she put the champions two up. Uh, about a minute later, Hibs were back in the match. A lovely through ball from Ellis Notley through to substitute Morrison. She took a lovely touch, touch past their opponent and sent home a lovely finish. But the goal of the game, and it wrapped up all three points, um, without a doubt came from Marie Fulton. She smashed home and a 25-yard shot right into the top corner uh, to make it 3-1 to the home side. Hibs did pull one back. Uh, they had a free kick. Siobhan Hunter smashed home a free kick uh, to make it 3-2 in the dying seconds. And there was a bit of controversy in the, the dying seconds. The Hibs side were on the attack um, and the ball had went out for uh, what would have been a Hibs corner uh, when the referee blew the full-time whistle. Uh, sometimes the referee would have let the first ball come in but uh, what a game here uh, final score um, Glasgow City 3, Hibernian 2 City of course um, go on to play in the Champions League on Wednesday night where uh, Hibernian have a tough home tie to Celtic this is Kenny Bogue for anyone's game at Broadwood happy with the result today? I'm very happy with the result today yeah, and your, your, your debut of course, a debut goal happy with that? Yes, I think with me as a striker, my goal is to score, but I also want to make an impact and create chances and pretty much be a threat with my team in yeah. the games. And you have the Champions League game on Wednesday night with Allure. Are you looking forward to that? I am. Never experienced it, so I'm looking forward to putting that within my own history book, if you can say that. So just talk us through today's game. Happy with the result? Uh, yeah, really happy with the result. Um, that was what we we were come have come here for today is to, to make sure we get the three points so that it um, is important for our um, domestic campaign, but also going into our Champions League game. It, it just helps. But um, yeah, I think overall uh, I was very happy with the game. I think we had a, a period in the, in the first half. Um, 
after about 25 minutes, half an hour, where we, we kind of allowed Hibs to creep into the game with some slack passing and um, maybe just losing our, our sort of momentum, our focus. But then we got that back straight straight away in the second half and uh, scored some good goals. And I, just, I felt that overall it was, a, it was a fairly comfortable performance, fairly comfortable win. But of course, when you lose two quick goals like we did, then you put yourself under pressure at the end. Yeah, because it didn't really seem a 3-2 game. I mean, was there a time where you weren't sort of under any pressure? Or? Uh, well, yeah, when it's 3-2 and, um, you know, there's only a few minutes to go and Hibs are just throwing everything at us. And as you say, I, I agree, I, I didn't feel like it was a 3-2 game. But that said, we switch off um, twice and they, they capitalise. I mean, I don't think, other than the, the two goals, I can't really remember when we um, had too much to, to do in the game. So, yeah, that was probably the only disappointing thing about it. So, moving on to Wednesday night, obviously, is it, or sorry, next week, you've learned the Champions League. I understand you sort of um, study Icelandic football. What, what's, your, what's the sort of strengths of this team, do you know? Yeah, I've just seen a bit of Icelandic football like I have um, with other nations as well. Um, yeah, they're a really strong side, really strong side. Great, great athletic players. Uh, they've got national team players, they've got young national team players. They, um, they're quick. Quite, quite typical um, Scandinavian, strong <laughs> athletes, and uh, yeah, we know it's going to be tough. They've also got a lot of quality. Um, um, yeah, for, for me, I, I totally understand the way that they play, and I, and I appreciate that they're a, a good side, and we need to respect them. But at the same time, we're Glasgow City, and we need to try and go across there and get the win. Dina, three-two defeat here today against Glasgow City. Can you sum up that ninety minutes for us, please? Yeah, I think. Um, the first half, we'll talk about the first half first. I thought for 20 minutes we kind of took us to find our feet a wee bit, but the remaining 25 minutes of the first half was very even and equal. And I think once we started to find our feet, we started to look dangerous in the other end of the pitch. And we kind of then just took that belief um, into the half time team talk. We spoke about how we did find our feet, and if we can continue doing that into the second half, we'll, we'll have a real chance of winning this game. I think the second half. Um, was was more open. I think both teams kind of went at each other a bit more. Remember that was tired legs and more gaps were opening. I don't know, but one thing I'm disappointed this week is the the, the goals we lost. I think after defending so well last week, to lose the goals that we lost was poor. A, a free header and a, and a shot from distance. They're two things that if you close them down, they don't get the shot, and you follow your runner, you don't give them a free header. So the d disappointing goals to lose, but at the same time, again, I'm, I've got so much pride in the players that they just don't give up and you'll never, hopefully this season, you'll never see this Hibs team giving up. We'll go right to the end and, and we'll try and get ourselves back in games and, and we've almost done that. So one of those, if it goes on our five minutes, you maybe get an equaliser? I think so. I, I think we were pushing. And, I mean, I thought we should have had a corner right at the end of the game. I thought that was harsh to, to not allow that to go, but listen, the rest made his decision. We're not going to change his mind now, so we just need to go on it. Big challenges keep coming this season and it's Celtic next week. What's the feeling going into that one? Same as it's been the last two games, but we're confident we've been unlucky the last two games. I think we've came up against two quality sides, but I think the girls have shown that we're very much in the mix of, of being up there and challenging and teams are not going to take us lightly. So we know we're going to have to be at the top of our game again to go and get three points on Friday night. It may not yet be fair to call Rangers for Celtic the biggest fixture in Scottish women's football. The champions Glasgow City currently three points clear at the top of the SWPL, but it has certainly been the most anticipated ever since both clubs went full-time. A late, late summer green penalty settled an enthralling from derby at Rangers Training Centre. In a sensational final, Jody Bartle had the ball in the net only for the referee to call play back and award a penalty instead. With 92 minutes played, 
Meth striker Green sank her spot kick past Rangers goalkeeper Jenna Fife. Both goalkeepers had been in inspired form, Fife brilliantly denying Caitlin Hayes, while Chloe Logan saved acrobatically from Chelsea Cornet and Dana Boma. It was Rangers' first defeat of the season, while Celtic leapfrogged their Glasgow rivals and Hibernian to move into second. Afterwards, Celtic manager Fran Alonso said how proud he was of the team. Yes, I am. I am. Uh, we, we knew we are playing against an outstanding team. Uh, they read through uh, fantastic. They brought all internationals. They invest massively. Uh, and we, we know, uh, we knew from, from the beginning it's going to be a very, very hard game. So we changed slightly uh, our normal style, which a lot of position play. And today we were slightly more direct, uh, trying to exploit their weaknesses. And I think we were very, very solid defensively. We didn't concede many chances, and that's extremely hard in a team with that talent. Um, you know, I, a couple of saves from our goalkeeper, good saves. But I think we got most of the chances. I think we were uh, very good going forward, very dangerous. Uh, we could score in the first half, and then second half, uh, unbelievable save by, by Jenner. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think we deserve uh, the, the win. Uh, we changed slightly this week. So I was a little bit concerned, uh, a lot of tactical load during the week to approach a team that we haven't played you know, in the league yet. Uh, so it was a little bit different, I was concerned maybe of the players not getting in all the information, but I think they executed the, the game plan to perfection. So I'm very, very proud. Yes, it's a terrific game of football. Yeah, I think it was an end-to-end, two top sides. Uh, obviously, we, you cannot lose concentration. If you switch off against you know, players like, like they got, uh, they will punish you for sure. So I think our levels of concentration were very, very high during 90 minutes. We were in the 80 minutes with the, the shouting from the, it's believe, believe, we can, you know, it happened before lockdown. We played Glasgow City, it was the same scenario. We were 1-1. Uh, it wasn't good enough for us. We are ambitious. We are, we know we are the underdog. Don't get me wrong. We, you know, we know if we want to earn, to, to win, we have to earn. Uh, nobody's going to give us. So we have to fight. We have to keep, keep uh, fighting for every ball uh, and, and keep concentration. And today, again, we got the reward, which I think is well, well deserved. So yeah, uh, and the like. To get something uh, against a team like that, that we consider that they are uh, slightly better than us, uh, we have to work harder. Uh, we have to outwork them. And if we can, we have to outthink them. And this is what I think we did today. I think we were a little bit more clever. We read the game slightly better than them on the pitch. Uh, and that's why we, we beat them. But yeah, this, you know, obviously, uh, we can make mistakes on the ball, but, you know, Tracking back, uh, throwing balls in the line, that's not negotiable. This is, this is what, when you put the Celtic shirt, that we have to do what you have to do. And I think they did that today. And that's why, you know, at the end, we celebrate like it's a World Cup final. For us, meant, meant a lot because it's a lot of hours on the pitch, uh, uh, talking and, and you know, doing hard work. Sometimes it's work that we don't necessarily enjoy, but we know it's necessary. So, so yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a great way. Uh, to win again uh, of football against our top opponent. Rangers counterpart Malcolm Thompson was understandably frustrated how the game ended for his side, but took a lot of positives from his performance. Aye, disappointed, frustrated. Um, but that, that, that's football, you know. We just got we just got to deal with. Um, lost the goal late on, which is always it never really gave us a chance to try and get back into the game, you know. And we ended up pushing Demi Vance forward just to try and. Can we get the ball forward early and, and, and get a goal, you know? But I was disappointed, but however, it's not the end of the world. Take away that goal, it's actually been a very good performance for your team. Aye, I think, it, I, think it, I think it'll been good for the, the fans and, and for them looking in on the women's football. I think it was a competitive game, it was 
it was quite an aggressive game. It had its thrills and spills, as I said before. You know, I think it saw both goalkeepers pulling off some great saves. So, aye, the entertainment value was definitely there. No beat, we've no managed to win. So, um, disappointed in that respect, but aye, we'll move on. Is there a concern over the lack of goals? Ah, well, to be honest with you, I think we, I think I'd be more concerned if we won the, you know, getting into areas where we were creating chances for ourselves, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've been great. It's been great to score today. We've, I think we've scored about seven goals, and that's four games, you know. So I guess if going into this game, seven goals, three, you know, three wins, you know, it wasn't concerning me, you know. I think it's like anything it'll, it'll come. Yeah, what are your thoughts on the penalty? I well, I think the rules are now. If it just if it hits your if it hits your hand, it hits your hand. It's a penalty, you know. So I think it was below the below the sleeve line or something like that. Um, just unfortunate. In terms of um, obviously the positive momentum to start of the season, this will be the kind of first first hurdle the girls have had. Um, how, how do you think they're going to cope with that? Aye, well, they, they, they showed some real resilience there when they were um, speaking amongst themselves about getting back in on Tuesday and, and getting themselves ready for the next again game. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll analyse it, we'll put it to bed, and we'll get back in and we'll get ready for the fourth again. And I just mentioned fourth again the next one up, but it'll be one that you'll be looking to, to get back on track in terms of yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. We'll look to we'll look to have a positive vein when we get into that one. We'll plan and prepare as the same as we always do, um, and we'll, we'll we'll go out um, to represent the club um, properly. In SWL two, it was first against second at New Douglas Park as Hamilton attempted to halt the Aberdeen juggernaut. Bobby Henrati gives his report from Lancashire, and afterwards he got the post-match thoughts of Aberdeen co-manager Stuart Bathgate, Don's midfielder Ailey Shaw and Hamilton assistant Bobby Watson. It's full time here in Hamilton. Aberdeen maintain their 100% record and stay top of the league after informed striker Bailey Hutchison grabbed a 93rd minute winner to take all three points back to the Granite Say. Was her ninth goal in only six games. She has extremely good shooting for the 16 year old. The Ake's dugout may feel hard done by conceding so late on in the match. However, the Dons were probably deserved of the victory, creating numerous chances, forcing the Hamilton keeper into a handful of very good saves and also hitting the bar. Just before half-time from a Chloe Gover free kick. The host did mount on the pressure, especially the first 15 minutes of the second half. The count really built up, but... There was just no takers on the end of them. Overall, it was a great game of football in South Lanarkshire with a bit of quality at the end which saw Aberdeen through. Aberdeen will face an away trip to Portic Thistle next Sunday whilst Ackes will look to get back to winning ways with an away trip to Dundee United. First of all, congratulations on such a dramatic late winner. Thank you. Um, how do you feel the game went? Um, you know, it was a it was a close game and it was a tough game. We expected that. You know, we knew we knew what Hamilton were about, and uh, they certainly showed that today. So, I guess first off, credit to them because they played really well. We lose lose the game kind of in the last minute. There was uh, it's probably a bit harsh on them. I don't think we've had our best performance today, and that was largely down to the way Hamilton played. So, a lot of credit needs to go to them. Um, equally, you know, the girls have kept fighting to the end, and they've got that one chance, and they've taken it, which is brilliant for us. Another. The goal for Bailey late on. She's on fire. She's yeah. It's 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 great for her. You know, it's it's fantastic. She's uh, she's on fire at the moment with the m- number of goals she's scoring and, and just taking like like you said that that one opportunity today and it, she's made it count. Um, it's probably again not had the the best of games today, but it's just taken that one chance. So 
she's doing really well um, and she's still really young so we need to keep our feet on the ground a little bit but it's uh, it's good to see so far this season. First of all Lele, congratulations on the performance and the late winner. How do you assess today's game? Uh, yeah, it was a very tough uh, game. We knew we were coming into it, it was going to be tough. They're a very good team. We're obviously up to the top end for a reason. Um, but obviously we don't think we played our best but to get the win in the end we're all just delighted with that. Do you think you can keep the momentum going into the game next Sunday against Park? Yeah, we like to think so. We're on a good run of wins at the moment so if we can keep that going the Maryland team's really good right now so the aim is just to keep that and keep getting the wins. Yeah, Hamilton didn't make it easy for you but was you thinking we can just get that goal you look like a never say die attitude with the team today yeah it was obviously really tough but we kept defending um every set play really well and um, put us under a lot of pressure but we knew that if we just kept it at no nil we could um possibly get a late chance and we did and finally you look at your teammate bailey hutchinson scoring again how do you feel her progression is going in the game yeah she's she's been brilliant we know that if she has a chance that she can get a goal um, but there's lots of players in the team that can get goals, but we know that if she's in a good form, then she'll just keep scoring. Agony at the end, but how would you assess that performance from your team? Uh, I think it's obviously disappointing to lose late on, considering the amount we put into the game, and I think that, especially second half, I think we were probably the dominant side for larger spells. Uh, you know, we've hit the barn, forced the goalie into a great save as well, so disappointed, but, you know, there's a long, there's a long way to go, Nothing, you know, Titles aren't handed out mm -hmm. uh, in November, so you know we'll, we'll regroup. We've, we're under no illusion it'll be a difficult league, but you know that's that's not what we, you know, it's nothing that we didn't expect. Thanks for listening to the Anyone's Game podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, please consider doing so. It works out at just sixty pence a week, and it gives us a chance to expand what we can do and get more and more people involved which of course only helps increase the coverage of women's football. Visit the newsletter at anyonesgame.substack.com.